0: Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs
1: aren't just for women. And we're going to get DP'd by beer. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys. And this week we are reading The Christmas Pig by J.K. Rowling.
0: Also, later in the episode, stay for our third annual Drunk Guys Christmas Book Swap.
1: And Jimmy starting with a beer.
2: Now, this beer is because it's Christmas, this is a Christmas book. This is a Christmas beer, and it's called Jingle Jangle, a holiday ale. It's from Bronx Brewery, and it's a copper ale aged with ambarana wood. I don't know what any of that means.
1: I have no idea what ambarana wood is. It's a, it's a Brazilian
2: wood. Or what the fuck a copper ale is. Yeah, it's lame. It's fine. It's it's pretty straightforward. It's uh, got a, quite a bitter aftertaste. Much like the holidays, uh, it's fine. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck cop rail is. I was hoping you would tell me, Mike, because you know shit like that.
1: Is it the coloring, or is it? Is it? Oh, it's not made in a. Copper it's not thing. made with pennies. <laughs> not, it could, and they could be very bitter. So the Christmas Pig is J.K. Rowling's latest novel, and it's a kid's book. And unlike the, i say, unlike the Ichabog, it is not nearly as dark. And unlike Harry Potter, it's not good. But <laughs> it takes place on Christmas it's Eve. Not definitely not. Where the main character... Well, there's a whole lead-in. Because much yeah, like oh, Ikebob, yeah, it's yeah. way too long. That's true. Um, the main character, whose name is Ralph. I already forgot what his fucking name is.
2: I don't remember his name. Did he have one? I don't care.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on. I'll tell is it Christopher? It's no. Ebenezer. Jack. Oh,
2: okay. I think it's Jack. Who, who the fuck
1: knows?
0: I think it was Jack, yeah. It's yeah, Jack, Jack
2: now.
1: It's Jack. Jack loves DP. <laughs> It's <laughs> a lot of DP in this book for a children's uh, there a novel. It's a it's a staggering amount relentless DPing. So the the that's the that's the main character is Jack, and he's he's seven at the time of like the action, but it kind of starts a little earlier. That he's a, you know a little little British boy, and his favorite animal toy in the whole world is his little stuffed pig. That he calls D-P, because only pigs will let you D-P him.
2: <laughs>
1: no, because like many other cutesy things little kids say, uh he couldn't pronounce the pig, which is just really weird that the parents introduced it. Like, here, son, here's the pig. <laughs> and he said, der pig. And they were like, yeah, that's good enough. Sl- they, he was he, Sling Blade as a child. <laughs> oh, der pig, der pig, it's a good name. <laughs> And then when, later when he has to find us, you shouldn't have done that, <laughs> he did the pig. <laughs> I'm going to make you into In the potatoes. The so he, um, he loves derpig Pig, DP, and it's his, you know, his emotional support animal, you know, blank, emotional support blanket thing. And then he goes, you know, there's like a bunch of like little things when he goes to school. Well, his parents get divorced. The well, before they get divorced, really? we are introduced they get to the the right only away. other human character Almost besides right mom. Is Holly is the gymnastics girl. No, you actually—they yeah, get actually divorced because she guy moves. Guy. They move away to the new
2: school to live with uh, someone else, and then that's where he meets with grandma because he's the, he's the new kid, and that's how everyone starts to like him at the school because Holly picks him because she's cool
1: as the older. Yeah, girl. but Holly, but ho- the parents aren't divorced yet when Holly picks him.
2: I th- I think yeah. actually
1: they were they had yeah, just that's why divorced. they moved. Dad left,
2: and he moved with mom to the new place. Not that it matters at all. Fucking all. Who cares? This is not the important part of the story. This is an elaborate plot device. So t- he get he's there. Uh, he's what seven? Was Something he seven like that. the whole time? I mean, it takes Did place over the course of the, the, the yeah. The, sure, there the, go. the meat of the story takes place in one night. So so uh, anyway, so they're
0: t seven. And he gets off to school, and the really cool, pretty girl sits with her. sits with him. Her her name is Holly, and she's like definitely
1: really popular for a seven year old, you know. And no, she's old, well, She's older. Yeah, she's whatever the equivalent of MILF is for a seven year old. Nine. She's uh, mm,
2: when the older six, grades come yeah. and like do like joint projects with the younger kids, and she picks him. And she's our other character.
1: And I'm just going to open this beer now because thirsty. And she's she she kind of. You know, is it? I'm not even gonna fucking try to. It, she's an Advent party crasher? No? <laughs> Maybe. Fucking out okay. here. I don't give a shit. It's, it's Christmas.
2: She
0: <laughs> definitely crashes the party. In, like, in a good yeah, way, just I have, I have so many Eve. other beers,
1: and we're already like, there's not much more plot left. <laughs> Who makes
0: that? Actually, that's not true. There's a ton of plot left. Sadly. Just not plot that matters
1: or that I remember. So it's, this is from Clown Shoes. Advent Party Crasher, an American Imperial Stout that is eight percent alcohol. So I call it bullshit and calling it an Imperial. So it's a light. Imp- it's a. It's a fiefdom. It's like a like a duchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not really. It's certainly not an empire. It's like a client state of. Some <laughs> place. It's fine. It Tastes like very. It's a coffee ish beer. There's nothing that doesn't list any adjuncts. But it's a nice, you know, old fashioned kind of stout that I guess won't destroy me. So what's the fucking point <laughs> <laughs> hurt me <laughs> so holly is his friend and he he dps holly is what it says in the book he's her dp yeah that's true that's what it says and you know a one-man dp that's impressive yeah i got physics questions he's definitely got game for an older for well, an older woman it's easy too. jimmy you, you have to use your imagination but with one hole you use testicles <laughs> that's, that's how it works so then after that, once you figure that part out, it's all gravy. They're, they're Willie be gravy, gravy. Yeah. So they, they become kind of friendly because she's his, like, reading buddy. Yeah. And uh, then in about a page and a half... Anyway, so she
0: seems really nice. But then a page and a half later, you find out that mom has been, you know, seeing some, having dinner every night with some guy. And then he... Uh, uh, Jack eventually meets him And he's like yeah he's okay And then you know a while later It's like oh and we're going to get married And, and then they're like oh and we're gonna who, And then he has a daughter And we're gonna be a family And the daughter is Holly Except she's such a bitch For like <laughs> the next part Which is explained as if she's like Really good at gymnastics But then she starts to lose at gymnastics But she's, it's, she's every stereotype Of a bitchy
2: teenager Of a child of divorce.
1: Yeah, whose parents are divorced. That's true. That too. And she has this like show mom. And the mom is forcing her to do, you find out later, is like really pushing the gymnastics and she doesn't want to do it anymore. And it puts a lot of pressure on the kid and she's miserable.
2: And she takes it out on her
1: DP. It's a real dick move.
2: (laughs) That is a real dick move. (laughs) (laughs) And then the
0: fast forward to. Okay, Holly was supposed to go to see her mom for... Polly's mom for Christmas, but then on Christmas Eve, suddenly a taxi shows up and it's Holly. She's like, no, I'm not going to see mom. I'm staying here. It's like, "Uh, oh, okay, great. And everyone's like, oh, fuck. This is going to be bad because she's a huge pain in the ass.
1: She's been really mean to to
0: Jack. And just a pain in the ass in general. To the... Even to the very patient... Jack's grandparents. Anyway, so they're like being annoying, but then also on, on Christmas Eve, the dog, I forget whose dog it is anyway, the dog knocks over the Christmas tree and then tears up the angel, which is for, on the top of the tree because it had fallen down, which was the special angel that Jack had made from a roll of toilet paper. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah toilet was. paper angel, but it was special. You know, I had sentimental. It looked, His name was <laughs> Yeah, it was
1: It was angel soft. I Can't believe they didn't say that in the book. Like that's a total <laughs> missed opportunity.
0: But then, anyway, uh, so the dog rips it up, and then so and then Jack is really sad because he's like, "But my mom always really liked that." So they grand grandma and grandpa were like, "Oh, it's okay. You know, uh, we'll just go to the mall or wherever, and to the shops or wherever they go, and we'll just get a new one." So they go and they get a new one, and then on the way back. Every, uh, Holly and Jack fight about something stupid, and she, she's being,
1: being a dick about opening the windows. And they're like, "Dude, it's fucking winter!" And she's like, "I'm hot," <laughs> and like, "You're too young for it to be a flash. You're just being a cunt right now." And then, um, the you know Jack says something, or he's like, "It's cold," or he, he calls holds, her a loser a pig. Well, not first she starts it. She fucking totally starts that bitch. Oh yeah, and, and she like, starts in the back seat, you know, so the parent, the grandparents, don't hear. But she starts making like, faces at him like he's being a baby and pretending to cry. And she, you know, she's calling him a baby because he's holding a little pig and she's mocking him. And then he calls her a loser because she lost her last tournament. And then she's like, don't you take that back, cunt. <laughs> and he's
2: like, no, loser.
1: This is basically what he said. <laughs> definitely he said, goes, <laughs> said that in a kid's book. I mean, they're in England. That's a totally normal thing to say. It's, a, it's like, actually, he was, he was being a gentleman. He's like, dude. <laughs> and then ultimately she just says, you know, fuck you, little man. And she takes his pig and throws it out of the window as they're going down the highway. And then he fucking the motor throws way. an epic tantrum. Yeah, he does. Uh,
0: and so bitch. the grandparents, they pull over, but they try and pull over so they can go find it. But then the grandpa can't, can't find it. It's like, oh, well, no, it's gone. We'll just go get you a new one. So they go get a new one, uh, a new, like, of the exact same, like, pig... Uh stuffed animal doll Which but is of amazing course amazing
1: that they still like the way children's toys are marketed and sold that that same toy was still in stock six years later is beyond that's the most fantastical part of the book they got <laughs> same
2: day on amazon
0: but the fact that they make it at all maybe it was exactly one of those like unopened packages maybe they got
2: it on ebay you know
1: <laughs> yeah it was a collectible
2: they did mention that he has rattly beans out of him. Maybe he was a beanie baby could have been
1: he did have jelly beans on him yeah
2: and then Jack
0: gets it, but, of course, he hates it and tries to, like, tear its head off and set it on fire. No, it doesn't do that, <laughs> but he really, like, hates it, he tries to throw it away, and Jack is just, like, really mad, and and Holly is being terrible, and then it's, you know, Christmas Eve, and his mom still isn't back yet, and he's like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pretend that I'm going to bed, but I'm actually gonna sneak out and go and try and find no, the thing?
1: No, he, he falls asleep, oh, he cries himself to sleep. Okay. This, I, the this, this reminded
0: me, I th- you know what, this is what I thought he was going to do. He's gonna like, I'm just going to go see. I'm going to walk out to the highway and like see if I can find it. <laughs> it's reminding me of um, that Neil Gaiman book, oh, The Ocean at the, the End of the Lane, where the
2: kid sneaks out and he's like, oh, I'm just going to sneak out. We did forget one important thing, that it was Holly that picked out the pig and gave it to him and he rejected it.
1: Oh, that's right. She was
2: trying to say sorry. She realized she fucked up.
1: That it was an irreversibly cuntish move on her mm-hmm. part. Yes. She's, like, got a, she's a young, pretty girl. She's got a whole lifetime of abusing men ahead of her, <laughs> taking advantage of guys. She didn't need to be mean to this one. I'm dealing with she DP. Well, she's very flexible. She's fantastic. <laughs> <domestic>, so, <laughs> can make some, some things happen. But then he cries himself to sleep. And he wakes, and he wakes up hearing voices. And it's, his fucking toys all talking.
2: And he is immediately diagnosed with schizophrenia. And the book is over. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> wish. Uh, but actually,
0: what I wish for even more, if one of those toys was a a mad elf. Oh, there probably was. Yeah,
1: there could very well have been.
0: Could have been. Or maybe in the next 200 pages, there must have been at least one mad elf that I didn't
1: notice. There Any was anyway, elves in the trees.
0: This is so Mad Elf irate dwarf. by Trogues or... Troegs. This is a holiday ale brewed with cherries and honey, and it is ten eleven percent alcohol. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Good luck. Nice boy. And I haven't had in a couple of years, so you know, thought I thought I'd That's it It's true. I haven't seen that one
1: in a while. Oh, it's out every year. I think. I just I haven't really looked. Don't, I don't even make it to that shelf anymore. <laughs>
0: It does not go well with these cough drops. I've been uh, <laughs> eating. Okay, maybe, maybe that's on you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the that's the bold new type of brewing in twenty twenty two. A pastry stout with cough drops. Ugh. This T- is our our barrel aged ricola mm. ale. Nice mentholated stout.
0: Mm. You know, I remember liking this more. It could be the cough yeah. drops. Could also be the cough. It drops. could be, dude. <laughs> Very well, could be. But you know. Uh, Kind of taste the honey. Actually, I want to say tastes the cherries less. Again, it could be the cough drops, but. Uh, <laughs> and the, and the
1: Vicks vapor like rub all over your ears.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Mad Elf. You know, you've probably had it before.
1: We should say these beers are brought to us by our supporters at Patreon. If you want to support the podcast, you could head over to patreon.com slash drunk book club where you could get early access to our episodes, get exclusive content, vote in our book holes and get shouted out. Get merchandise and and so much more. I don't think there's actually much more, but there is more. Uh so you get over there at patreon.com slash Strong guys book club if you want to support us that way. Or just help out the podcast by leaving us a, a positive review and uh telling your friends to check it out. You might think, because we have a vaguely successful book and beer podcast that we figured everything out. Emphasis on vaguely. Very vaguely. Well, as most other podcasters refer to our podcast, they say Whoa, what? <laughs> you, you might think we've figured it all out. But even we could benefit from some tips sometimes. And that's where life coaching comes in. And of all the life coaches we know, our favorite is Tracy
2: Michelle Bullock, founder of Simplicity Do Your Dream. She's a writer, a
0: former startup COO and doula, HR professional, and creative thinker who is relatable, wacky, real, and very much an expert in all things
1: work and job related. She is a uh, career and creativity coach who supports job seekers, freelancers, artists, entrepreneurs, and any other professional who wants an expert eye and ear to spitball, strategize, and offer any other kind of support for their career aspects of their lives and work. If you want to connect, Tracy offers free
0: 30-minute meet and greet calls. You can book via Instagram or the website, simplicitydoyourdream.com, and... 20% 20% off your first month of coaching if you drop drunk guys via scheduling a call, email, or direct message. So if you'd like to connect,
2: check out Tracy on Instagram at Tracy Michelle Bullock. That's Tracy, Michelle with one L, B-U-L-L-O-C-K. Or you can go to our website at simplicitydoyourdream.com to learn more and schedule a meet and greet. And now, back to us. So the toys... Well, before Girl we move all on, on, I want to drink this beer, even though it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's heavy. I don't want to drink a lot of it. Uh, speaking of, uh, you know, gifts that we can give people in exchange for money, like getting a little bit of gifts over time and getting the Christmas spirit is like an advent calendar, right? What's inside of an advent calendar normally? Chocolates. Would you say fancy Pe- candy? <laughs> <laughs> this is Fancy Candy from Mast Landing and Barreled Souls, which is a new one for us. Uh, they're both from Maine. And it's an Imperial Stout brewed with chocolate, hazelnut, and vanilla. And it's 10%, and it's going to be better than Jingle Jangle. Well, it's not made with copper. Ooh. Yeah. I'm getting, a, actually, I think a lot of hazelnut. That's good.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. There's a lot of beers that sound like that. Imperial Stout with chocolate and hazelnut and something else. Yeah. whether well, that be? Coffee or Coconut is kind of just a beer Mad Libs out there. And they're all like vaguely similar.
2: But this one is also good. And I'm happy to have it at this point. Because this is a long, this is too long of a book. Need a big boy for it. Give that beer a good home. And like this big boy, Jack is going to be a big boy. And find out what the fuck is going on Actually, he's going to be a very little boy. Yeah. And I, you know, he, he, he talks to the pig. The new pig arrives. And he's like, hey, I'm... Christmas Pig, or he said, "You name me Christmas Pig, and we're going to go on an adventure to find DP, which is what you don't tell a child in his bedroom unless you're a priest." <laughs> and so, first to get there, we got to get small, so they shrink.
1: It's the only way we can make it fit for a DP.
2: Yeah, they shr- they shrink to eight inches, which is still pretty big for DP. <laughs> um, <laughs> Also, eight inches is probably the creepiest height because it's like not like three feet tall and it's not like borrower sized. It's just like a shin high child. And that's creepy as fuck, I think. This is where the book becomes
0: Toy Story and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids at the same time.
1: It also feels a lot like a Holocaust book, though, in that they're oh. just on trains being shuffled yeah, from town to it's town. It's
2: rife with Holocaust imagery, which is great for every children's Christmas book. I'm not imagining that, <laughs> oh, though, no. right? Like 100% Holocaust stuff throughout the entire thing. I didn't get that. The fascist collaborators shipping off toys to camps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where, like, the, the uh, hobnail boots just stomp on things. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hmm, okay.
1: <laughs> so at this point, Jack, in, well, the Christmas pig, he explains, or somewhere around, yeah, he explains what is, uh, what alivening is. And that's like when the owner of a thing puts their emotions into it and it, it steals their emotions in well, some sort of way. They, they absorb human
2: idea. feelings over time. And the more they get used, the more feelings they absorb. And then they aliven, which, and it only happens on Christmas Eve.
1: Well, they're alive and all the time. Christmas Eve is the one day that yeah, you can go and like break all the rules. Well, they can very alive and in the real world. Mm. But this is my favorite line, unintentionally creepy line in a book. You know, in a book where we've been laughing at them saying DP all the time. Oh, like, yeah. I got to go find my DP, and who's going to DP me? And whatever he says um, when he's explaining it, and he's like, well, what happens when human feelings rub off on things?" Oh yeah, I wrote that down. And Christmas Pig goes. <laughs> It's not really rubbing off. The feelings come inside us. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that one down too. But right before that was,
2: Jack was far too worried about DP to sleep. <laughs> but also, like this, this explanation where these, the things absorb human feelings, and the more you use something, the more feelings absorb. So like, not every object, it's not just toys, it's like objects will be alivened.
1: Yeah, like an address book they meet. In a book, yeah.
2: But that means there are thousands of cum socks that come alive one night a year.
1: Because they have absorbed a lot of human feelings. <laughs> they must be like the tin can, guy, the tin man. Like, like, they can't even move. Just like a plaster like, ah, sock. Oil can. When <laughs> <laughs> they just shift, and it's like, like a, trying to break off a glacier. Just, just crunch as <laughs> they just flake off. It's got to be a weird place. So they go, they just end up to go to like the land of the lost or whatever the fuck it's called. It's called the land of the lost, but there's only toy dinosaurs. And it's where all the lost shit goes and a very efficient German bureaucracy (laughs) sorts undesirable toys. (laughs) (laughs) I guess literally what happens. It's all run by the Fuhrer. I mean the loser. Yeah. They're sent to a giant warehouse where they're lined up in like cattle cars and then shifted over to different parts of the place based on the purity of their blood. And (laughs) some of them get to be, get to go like the happiness town, which looks like Venice. And some of them go to some little hamlet. That's not as nice. And the other ones get thrown into the Sarlacc pit, basically. (laughs) (laughs) It's really weird. Yeah. I can't remember which, what the names of the places were. Uh, It was one was was father. It's gone. was like
2: the one where like, it was like the, the least good one. Or was that the second good one? There's Mislaid,
0: but then the the one where it's like, oh, you're just gone, is, to, oh, bother, it's gone. Nobody's just going to look. No one's just
2: looking any, anymore. Stuff where nobody's looking. The one where, like, the the one of the Gestapo is a sentient hole punch, which I have to imagine, or I have to ask, why is this hole punch so infused with feeling? Well, what was it
0: punching? There was one, uh, in one of these scenes, I, I honestly... I wish the rest of this part of the book... The rest of the book had just not happened because it was really stupid. But uh, there's one part in this book where there's a lunchbox. Oh, yeah. And then they oh, like... they rape it. Yeah, they that's DP'd, exactly what I was they th- both saying. They force
1: themselves into the lunchbox.
0: They force, they both... Or they DP themselves into the lunchbox. They, they and the lunchbox DP. is like, stop and and... The lunchbox is like. like I do I'll not tell consent. on. I'll tell them that you're doing this to me. And no, we'll one of them says, you. and one of them literally says, "It'll That'll be make you your word against ours." <laughs>
1: Jesus, it's like, you shouldn't have been wearing that in this neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and and that's yeah. So one of the, so basically, what happens in this world is there's a strange bureaucracy that handles misplaced objects and sorts them out by if they're gonna ever be found and if they're they're missed and if they're just kind of an annoyingly missed thing like your car keys versus like you miss your you know sense toy. of childhood yeah at the very end they get to the heavy things like <laughs> happiness hope and In principles and hope <laughs> there should have been like a colony of virginities, just <laughs> <know. laughs> we've <have> been lost. Elsa <laughs> should have been more than one of all of those things. Well, yeah, but that would have you know <laughs> made it hard to follow the book, yeah. which was already Order. dumb. So they start off in um, uh, the the first place is called Miss Lane, Sorting think. Hat Room, where <laughs> they're they're sorted by a hat. Probably, yeah. It was there could have been a hat collaborator. Then they go to. Disposable, which is like the wastelands and this it's is like where uh, what the fuck the is loser uh, divergent. Hangs out. Disposable.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the worst faction. <laughs> and the loser stalks the land here. And there are strict rules. And as long as you follow the rules, the loser doesn't get mad. The loser but is if the, the uh, rules are broken. The ruler of the land the, of the, 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 lost. Camp,
0: the camp commandant
1: yeah, pretty much. He's he is he is the Führer for sure, and he marches around. He's like a weird robot thing because he's made out of metal. He's made up of all the dead bodies of the things he's
2: eaten. He's like an Oogie Boogie, he's but of garbage trash Voltron. Yeah, <laughs> he's Trash Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> Trashtron. <laughs>
0: it, Volt like trash, a <laughs>
1: Voltron. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he just goes around and just eats things. Like fuck you. Lost, you know, wallet clip. You know, no one will find you now. And you just eat all those cum socks.
2: (laughs) Guy is a loser. Who else (laughs) would eat cum socks? He's got a humiliation
1: fetish. (laughs) It's the world's biggest sub. There's no one here big enough to stomp on my balls, (laughs) so I have to eat these cum socks. (laughs) This is a Christmas book.
0: Yep. For children. (laughs) So after a <laughs> while, I really like stopped paying attention
2: at this part. It was like, like, right so off. like right away, Just, yeah, because this is the beginning of their adventure.
0: They eventually get to, I don't know. There's this th- part
2: where they, they smuggle came- themselves out of the shitty town inside the lunchbox by forcible means to get to the second town, where it's run by a mayor cheese grater who's a collaborator and a and a jackboot who stomps on Jews, I mean, uh, toys, <laughs> they're hiding them in attics Just at trubes. one point.
1: They do hide. They yeah. hide
2: is like, quick, come inside, hide from the boot and like smuggle them into an das attic boot. Yeah. It's fucking <laughs> like, this is, but, uh, yeah, then he, Oh yeah. Cause in the house that they, um, that they get sa- saved in, uh, is inhabited by a poem and someone's old imaginary friend.
1: I really like the poem because it only speaks in couplets. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and
0: was the, the imaginary friend called Pretense? Yeah, who is like, I have a girlfriend at another school,
1: and <laughs> we <laughs> kiss a, a lot. He's <laughs> a pathological liar. <laughs> I've totally filtered boobies. They're really um nice, like boobies are. <laughs> it's like a bag. Uh, of we sand. should say, I should have a beer here, and uh, you know, the, the Jack is breaking the biggest rule. Because he's a living thing in this world of debris. And so he pretends to be a toy. And he is pajama boy with the power of sleep and dreams. <laughs> Who even has his own cartoon is the lie they they tell. And every other object hears that shit and they're like, oh, cool. Um, <laughs> but he's the only one there. It's like he's a one-man holiday. This is one-man holiday from Clown Shoes. Because I bought their Christmas 12, pack, 12 beers of Christmas pack. So mm. going to see a lot of them. This is a Belgian style quadruple ale. Oh, that's only eight percent alcohol. Oh, like they're afraid to go for it. It's quite delicious though, like very sweet, but none of that like peppery Belgian flavor I don't like. It was good, better than this book. So one man holiday. That's that's Jack the pajama boy, who it constantly gets mentioned how filthy his feet have become. <laughs> He's
2: he is running around in garbage town, to shoes. barefoot. Yeah, and his only friend. In this adventure is CP, which is Christmas Pig. But anywhere else you see CP means child porn. So it was a really strange book to read. Ooh, I didn't even know that. Oh, CP, that's CP is on, on the internet. CP means child porn, unless you're a QAnon person, which means cheese pizza. So, <laughs> so Jack and CP get rescued by Harriet Tubman, the compass, <laughs> who leads them across the wasteland to a much nicer town, which is like a...
1: <gasps> Halloweenville. Halloweenville.
2: I Maybe mean, it's the fourth time. I don't know. I think we've added another town. It's all stupid. Um, we're on the way. They get attacked by a gang of bad habits.
1: Yeah, bad habits are great. I like that. I thought that was pretty funny. There's a lot of cute kind of jokes like that, like the bad habits. One is just a nose that keeps picking itself. Then there's like... Oh, that's nose. it's nose picker, and then there's I forget if the other ones mm-hmm. were. one
2: was like gossip, it was like an oh ear yeah, and then like there's hearing like, all
1: your secrets, and there's chronic masturbator, yeah, that one was really he's just uncomfortable like, to be around, <laughs> <laughs> and there's public masturbator, he was another one and one
2: is yeah. Holly's bullying habit' Because it sounds like Holly, yeah. and it's a fist, like you
1: know it keeps fisting, but ever since Holly saw how so upset. Jack was. She didn't want to be a bully anymore. Bully anymore. Now that bullying habit has been lost, potentially to be found again. But for the time being, she's lost it. So it just hangs out with nose picker and um, shitting with the door open, and all the other bad <laughs> habits that they beat.
2: Just sentient pair of knees on a toilet. <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> What I was in a
0: rush. <laughs> All right. So eventually they get to
2: this like thing where there's a king and people have to vote
1: on they, whether they're they get gonna... into the
2: the fancy town for things where like where people really liked these things. Where they were more interesting than the stuff that was forgotten.
1: And but we were skipping over the dirty rabbit. Oh yeah, the rabbit that was helping them, who jihad's himself, but, but then gets raptured. Yes. <laughs> So this unwanted rabbit, like the, everything that's lost, they tell their story and it's like, oh, my owner dropped me over here and he doesn't realize I'm underneath the table and he's already moved on. <laughs> um, but then there's the rabbits, like someone gave me to a boy and he was like, this rabbit is He wanted him a fair and he wanted, like, oh, he yeah. wanted like
2: a, you know, the battery operated dildo it was like, I got this rabbit instead. Fuck. Or, you know, something like that.
1: Huh. <laughs> A rabbit is a brand of battery operator. Anyway, so he then throws it out of the window, and it's been sitting for weeks, months, in a flower bed, and it's just, you know, covered in muck. Also, one hour in the real world is a day in the land of the lost. Which, whatever that math has to do. I feel like that wasn't even necessary to say. could have just been like, time moves different here. Yeah, well, they, you know, just just they could explain
2: how Jack is able to have all these days of adventures in one night. Because he's, you
1: know, sleeping in, you know, attics and being smuggled in train cars. In in, in Jew safe houses that they've set up on the underground toy railroad. Attics in
2: Antwerp with lines like, Jack was so cold, tired and scared. He wanted DP so
1: badly. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so that rabbit, he explains like, oh, I'm here to go find my toy. And then I like, you're a real boy. There's no fucking action figure with that many points of articulation. <laughs> and then he goes, you must really love that toy. He's like, I do. That's the whole plot of this book. And he's like, well, I I will distract the loser. Or, you know, was, and yeah. while well, you go sneak into, like, you know, the Beverly Hills of Lost Toy World. <laughs> and then he jumps in there and he's like, Meh, hey, loser. And then, like, a fucking spotlight from the heavens appears on the rabbit and just levitates it. It's like, uh, this is the end. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> exactly what I picture. <laughs> As he gets raptured. Yeah,
2: because he got, because a girl in the real world uh, threw a ball into the boy's yard and found this muddy rabbit. He's like, can I have this rabbit? And the mom's like, throw it away. It's it's theirs. It's not yours. Like, no, they're not going to want it. And so she takes him and he is, he is ascended to heaven or the real world. Or so the up there. So then they're in the town, which is run by concepts more than objects one of them is principles meaning people
0: who've lost their principles and also after trying dp yeah. <laughs> and there's a, a king and then there's hope
2: and then there's king the king the king was a uh, power because he was uh, the yes. power that was lost when some despot was overthrown which is why he doesn't like little boys Like Jack And his The royal family is like Hope and happiness And, and no, Ambition is the queen By a lady who got a job And then didn't get a, Elected to something And so she lost all her ambition she, They're like the What's they called The, the Quislings There's like the Quislings Of, of Norway of The Land of the Lost <laughs> And then there's also, but there's also hope, you know, indicating
0: people who have lost hope. But there's this little hint that, oh, well, when people have hope, it cannot be stopped. So just the key is to not lose hope. Hint, hint. Anyway, they somehow get to...
2: Hope takes them. Hope is an angel with wings that carries them to a secret third city. Fifth at this point. Oh, yeah. Who the fuck knows? It's the Island awesome of the Island. Beloved or some shit like that. The Island yeah. of Dr. Moreau. Oh, God, that would have been
1: really good. <laughs> I, if this turned into that, I would have they been really excited. <laughs> and there they find, sitting on a beach, a whole lot of Nazis living in Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of German food in this South American country. It's weird. Like every other every other place is a Bavarian beer hall and restaurant. <laughs> you can't throw a stick without hitting a pretzel. Uh, so, so
0: Jack gets to the final, <laughs> the the final island, the final
1: level. I fucking skipped it. Hold on. I had this beer. I have to take a sip because I was distracted for the king. This beer's called Royal Standard. Don't kings have one of those? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. That's some clown shoes, and it's a wee heavy ale. Just a little, a, heavy. Wee, <laughs> a little bit heavy. A little bit heavy. And it's um. Goddamn, that sweet, um, syrupy almost. A wee bit oh. sweet. Tastes almost, it's almost as sweet as getting back to that sweet DP you missed early <laughs> in your life.
2: <laughs> the DP is just do. not
1: doing the job for
2: him. He needs that full DP. <laughs> so he finds DP
1: and he's. DP by the beach. <laughs> Who doesn't like that? Sounds like there'd be sand in places you don't want it. Well, if you're on top, I guess you avoid most is of that. Is there
2: a top in DP?
1: Um, Nate, <laughs> I feel like you know the most about this. <laughs> Plug up someone like a leaky dam. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's a DVDA. Anyway, uh, they do find him on the beach living there in homosexual bliss with the paper to- 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 toilet angel, whatever the fuck it was called, that had a beard.
2: They've retired to Key West where they can just live <laughs> their life together, and have a small antique shop. <laughs> and Jack is like, I've come for you. Now you have to come back to the real world. Like I can do that, but you should know that it comes with a cost. And he realizes, like, wait, where's CP?
1: He was supposed to catch him, and he instantly fucking forgot him. Yeah, but because CP can't swim because he's a fucking jelly bean filled pig. <laughs> <laughs> that is a like, don't make it difficult. He's like, we're gonna land in seven inches of tropical water. I'll catch you. Could just flop into it. I was like, all right, I'll catch you. And as soon as Jack hits the ground, he just fucking. Leaves. He doesn't even look back at CP to see what happened to him. Doesn't listen for a splash. Just fucking dips. But DP tells
2: him CP is going to sacrifice himself to the loser and get eaten because he needs a new body. Because in the real world, DP, his body was destroyed, so he can't go back to the real world. He needs he someone run over by a lorry. Now, Laurie is British you, Laurie. for truck, but it's a big truck that ran him over. It fucking obliterated. Like, you can run over by a truck, you get a little flat, because he's just a cloth pig. He was ground into dust. So this truck must have been really big, like a Texas rig. <laughs> <laughs> I've had this beer for so long, months, it's probably not any good anymore. Uh, uh, Alex from uh, Starch Troopers episode went to North Carolina and brought this back, and I had the other ones. I kept one for an episode, and this was the first fucking episode in months without with a truck in it. <laughs> we just don't read that After many all those books years about of trucks. Truck
1: books we did.
2: So this is uh, from Southern Pines Brewing Company in uh, one of the Carolinas. I forget which one, and it's a hoppy, juicy Imperial IPA, and it is eight and a half percent, and it is uh hoppy and juicy, but it is it is it's quite bitter. It's not. It's not the normal East Coast style of juicy, but it is it's good. But it is it is bitter as fuck. I gotta That's say, one of, those, one of those Piedmont IPAs.
1: Some <laughs> right in the middle of the country. Where's Piedmont? That's the plateau in the Carolinas. There. Oh, no. okay, maybe, yeah. Right, Nate, isn't that where
2: those? That I have no idea. I thought Piedmont was in like North Dakota, which would be in the middle of the country. That's Pierre, isn't that whatever, that? same fucking thing. But, yeah, I've had this for, I don't know how long. It actually hasn't aged. I'm surprised because it's an IPA, and I've had this for easily four or five or six or seven months. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I just, I just, I'm like, what am I going to get a fucking book with a truck in it? And now we finally, ah, oh, this pig got run over by a truck. Got it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> it was destiny. It was. So, Merry Christmas, Alex. So, in this world Since his body's been destroyed, he needs to kill the soul of another pig and take his body in the real world. Now it becomes Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah.
0: But Jack realizes that he doesn't actually want that to happen because, first of all, DP is very nice in his life in (laughs) Key West. and doesn't, you know, like, oh, he's happy down here. And then he realizes that CP actually really loved him this whole time. And he's not there on the beach, be, on this fucking island or whatever, because he sacrificed himself.
2: And this is and where he it knew became the whole like time Jesus imagery. Yeah, And this is the line, he realized he'd come to love CP. Not instead of DP, but quite separately.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so Jack realizes
0: that he would rather let... DP stay there on the
2: beach, but he actually wants to go rescue CP. Living his life with Harvey Fierstein. <laughs>
1: I'm just so happy to have you here. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's Fire Island. The
0: island is Fire Island, definitely.
1: <laughs> I just having a DP. It's just I'm just so it's so much for me. Like, how are we going to save this pig? <laughs> and
2: so DP, DP is like, wait, I've got an idea. And they knock on the neighbor's house, and it's Santa at his Boca timeshare. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, oh hey, uh, I'm off duty right now. Like, we need to borrow your sleigh. It's like, all right. Are we going it for DP? No, we're doing it for CP. I can get down with that.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. And so Santa helps them fly back to the other city, land or whatever, and then they have they and they find out that. CP has let himself be, be captured by the loser, so captured by Beck,
1: uh, and
0: then it's <laughs> actually
1: He's has to listen to the 400 unpopular Beck albums <laughs> that only critics like.
0: And then there are all these, uh, so they're like, oh, we have to go rescue him from the loser, and there are all these like animal, uh, not animals, all these toys in cages, and then the loser is just going to like go eat them all. But then and he's taunting them. As he tells genocides
1: them,
0: <laughs> Before Yeah Before the It's mostly the like
1: plastic cutlery He's eating <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah Easily Easily digested things uh, But then Jack says You just We can escape You just have to have hope You just you can't lose your hope And then
2: they all Are able to escape And then they unlocks It open. somehow defeats The loser uh, I don't know the, uh, the, the, the hope unlocks All the cages And as they're escaping From the loser Who's trying to eat them Uh, A sky beam opens up And Jack and CP are assumed into heaven Because in the real world It's called
0: apotheosis, actually There's a word for that It's apotheosis
2: What the
1: fuck is that? become a god or something. It means something when like. you
0: ascend to heaven,
1: Oh, ascend
0: okay. to the gods, ascend to Mount Olympus is called apotheosis.
2: Oh, well they ascend to Norwich, England or some shit probably, yeah. which is not as impressive. Swindon. Um, <laughs> Slough. Uh but they get Slough. they get Slough is where the British office oh, took
1: place for you people that haven't seen the British office, which is almost everyone. Um I really it was really weird how um you know they they get to set, they get assumed into heaven, but the pig was doing his best like Nathan Hale impression the whole time. Like I'm ready to die. I have no regrets. You cannot kill give a me, dream. liberty, or give me death. <laughs> yeah. I am sorry. I have but one fluffy body of jelly beans to give for my country. But they're they're saved because
2: in the real world is now Christmas. That's why Santa had to say like I can't take more I've I've got to go to Christmas shit because of magic. <laughs> I have to go do Christmas. He's got to go do Christmas. He's got to get Christmas. One day a year. And uh, in the real world, Santa stopped by Jack's house, and he smashed his big fat ass into the Christmas tree, (laughs) causing the toilet angel to fall over. And then his parents were like, oh, the toilet angel. And when they found the toilet angel, it opened up a sky portal, because they'd been found. And then they found Jack's disgusting dirty body under the tree he's like where the fuck were you we were in bed and why do you smell like old shit it's like (laughs) i was just doing dp and cp mama (laughs) (laughs) and christmas is saved
1: and jack has a new cum sock slash toy pig there must have been like a whole barren wasteland of like the underwear people skid marked in, and they just well. I feel, like, I feel like if you, throw, if you actively
2: throw something away, I don't know if it goes to the land of the lost. I'm not really sure. The rules were never really uh, set in stone here, or they weren't explained enough
1: because they didn't they're, lose they're them. They're just to just to be uh, creative, you know, conveniently expanded to include undesirables as you need to. He was like, "Oh yeah, you can't have these type here. Like we don't want any any gypsy toys." Yeah, these toys legs don't work. <laughs> we need to go into the toy oven. There's this is like, a mean easy bake oven. <laughs> they just put it takes days to bake anything, to... <laughs> and that's the end. And the whole time reading the book, I was like, "This is going to be one of those. It was all a dream." Books, and it kind it of actually was... felt like The Wizard of Oz a lot.
0: Yeah, in that not yeah. Wizard of Oz the movie, Wizard of Oz the shitty book because <laughs> it was just like. Disconnected chapter to disconnected chapter That it was kind of like, oh, here's another weird thing that happened Where the main character is mostly very passive And things just happen to them, but they don't really do anything So it was a lot like uh, it was a lot like Though this actually had more of a through line Than the Wizard of Oz book really did
2: Yeah, it did It was also far too long
0: It was also, there's no place like home Really was like, what happened when he escaped the Holocaust.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the toy oh, Holocaust.
1: <laughs> but then he still is all filthy. So he went somewhere. Yeah, no, it, it, in this book it really happened. And, and then he makes amends cool. with Holly. And they're cool. And, and he's like, uh, "She's like, I tried gymnastics. Acid I just tried. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of it. Yay. That's Christmas,
2: baby. Well. So who should read it? No one, no, one, no, one, no, one, no one needs to read this. It's the same thing with Ichabod. Like, it was, you know, it's a kid's book, but, like, it's hundreds of pages, and there's some very adult themes, like the Holocaust. I think that was, un, I mean, I don't know if it was unintentional. It was unintentional, but it wasn't intentionally, like, a Holocaust allegory. But the imagery was very, very straightforward.
1: I couldn't tell. I actually thought it was fine. It was I know, fine, if, but... If it wasn't no, it J.K. Wasn't. Rowling, would I have ever even considered reading the book? No. But no. it was fine. The one thing I couldn't decide for myself is all those things that are very adult, like, oh, this guy lost his principles and ambition is a fucking asshole. Were those things... Like I was like, I wouldn't have gotten that as a kid.
2: Yeah. But was I would it have something about, that person's mean. Was it about something like you know the things we truly miss most when we lose them are like or like concepts and not material goods
1: because the beloved things island was all just toys again but i thing, i what i couldn't d- decide is was it shit that's going to go over the heads of kids or is it does she know that people who loved harry potter and are now older are going to read it and you have to kind of put something in there for them too like how pixar movies have Like, the kid part of the movie, but then there's, like, adult little jokes and things throughout it.
2: Hmm. I I mean, uh, yeah, I mean... I I don't think it was
1: good enough to give it that much credit. (laughs) I mean, she probably didn't just, and not entirely shit this out in a a weekend. Because she said she was working on it for, like, a decade on and off. Would You know, didn't know what to, had this idea.
2: One day a decade does not a decade make.
1: All right, can't argue with that. (laughs) But... Um, I don't think it was shitty. I just thought it was like uh, is a forgettable kids' book. Yeah, the, my, my issue would be, it's a kids' book, yes, but it's
2: too long and weird to be an actual kids' book. And it's not for adults. It's not for 14-year-olds. So, like with Ichabod, who is this for? Ichabod was like, wasn't that like a commentary on like... The Iraq War. Monarchy, monarchy bureaucracy or some shit? And it was like, what is... Oh, yeah, the Iraq War or some shit, right? It was like who is this for? It's not like, if you read this to a little kid, it would take, first of all, weeks. And second of all, like a little kid's not going to be like, oh, he lost his sense of power when they had a fascist revolution. It was like, oh, okay. Well,
1: he actually lost power. Yeah. Wasn't even just his sense of it. Yeah, no, he he, he did. But it's like, is a kid going to get that? It's like, oh, I like the toys. And the fact that the things act like, the, you know, they act like that thing they are, right? Like ambition is cunning. And because Beauty was a vain plan. Yeah, and, be- and who was the optimistic one that was like a, a stupid, you know, like the...
0: Wasn't like, was the it Optimism?
1: Was the Optimism, optimism yeah. Jesus, like a, he sounded like a... Everything's going to work dog. out in
0: the end. I told you the king would let you go, and I, cause, but Optimism was, of course,
1: wrong. I thought it was cute. I don't think it was amazing, and I don't think anyone needs to read it. But I didn't regret reading it. I wasn't like, oh, I'll never. I mean, there's plenty of books you read. That I'm like, I'm pissed off. I had to read that. It, Some it was clever. Me today,
2: I would have been much happier not having read it. It was pretty stupid. That's because you hate joining. <laughs> now all we have to read the last of hers is the Casual Vacancy.
1: We should do that. I this suppose. is
2: this is uh, of all her books. This is like on
0: the level of the Casual Vacancy. It <laughs> sucks. Did you read, you read Casual Vacancy? Did you read
1: Casual? You read Casual Vacancy?
0: I did. Yeah.
1: Oh, everyone it hated sucks. that. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. No. It was for adults. I don't know anything about it. I'm not even sure what that means. What is a casual vacancy? That's such a British sounding phrase. Not,
2: just when you're not being dp <laughs> Oh, no, I have a vacancy.
1: There's, there's room. <laughs> there's, there's room, room for one in, in the inn. <laughs> <laughs> um, no one needs to read it. And no one needs to read these other books. I mean, is there anything else that's Christmas Pig? Or can we go to our, our traditional to the, I think it's the time. meat
0: of the episode. All right, so it's time for the third annual Drunk Guys Book Club Book Swap. And just to remind listeners what this is, is where we try to give each other the worst books we can find. We try to punish each other with the worst books we can come up with. And that's our Christmas presents
2: to
1: each other. (laughs) I think punish is more because we could find terribly written books i think we we'll would try to find like a funny angle or something ridiculous about it you
2: know we take a different angle with every time much like dp um <laughs> whether it be something so stupid it's good like pounded in the butt by my own butt or just a brutal slog you bastard like dianetics uh,
1: so, so as the winner that. of
2: last year nate with Dianetics as the worst of the books, I think you should go first and grace us yeah. with your presence. Tell, tell
0: us when we get yes. All right, gentlemen. So I, uh, I, I spent a while just looking for like Googling worst book ever written and just like just trying to find books that are just thought of as so bad. And my first thing that I really wanted to find was just not available because it's just a really bad book that was published a long time ago, so nobody bothers to have it. I almost was going to request it from interlibrary loan and then scan it. And I was like, it's probably merely mediocre. (laughs) But... What what was that book, though? That book was called Dildo Key. (laughs) Which is apparently a real place in Jamaica. But it's also merely just a shitty book from 1940. By the way, key is spelled... C A Y for reasons that don't make any sense oh. at all. Like, but by <laughs> what happens <coughs> there? <laughs> <laughs> like this is the book I really I was like I'm gonna find it and oh then I was like not available on NMI, any of my any of my sources. It, it, there is no ebook. It never has been turned into an ebook. There are zero copies for sale on Amazon. There are zero copies for sale on eBay. And I was like, there's maybe using New York Public Library. like, maybe I can get it
2: <laughs>
0: from Interlibrary Loan and then I can scan it and send it to you guys. I was like, nah, this stupid. Okay. So I was like, nah, it, I think it's merely a mediocrely written book. Just but it just has name. this worst name. That is an incredible name. name. <laughs> it is. It kind like, of would be. But then it's just all the name and then the rest of it is pretty stupid. So, okay, what I actually got. If you want, if you guys want to uh, open up the folder, uh, you bastard. <laughs> this book is called The Eye of Argon. Oh man, I almost did this last year. Oh yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. The Eye of Argon by Jim Thesius. Probably. Apparently, okay. so this was literally written. It's a fantasy written by a teenager and published in a fan magazine it's in really 1970. Good. And it's just widely considered a just absolutely terribly, terribly written thing. Where apparently there was a a party game where you had to try and read it out loud without laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I've read snippets, and it,
2: I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, Thank and good is it short. <laughs> yeah.
0: Also, I was like, you know, after last year, I was like, w- this one apparently it's only about 70 pages, so it's like, you know what, it's gonna suck. It's going to be really stupid, but, pain, But you know, not
1: too bad. But in incompetence so years, 70 pages is an eternity. <laughs> that is true. Oh, you fucker. All right. Thanks, Nate.
2: Great. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs> Loving it. I mean, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to reading
1: that one. Yeah, that one's not so bad. Jim, um, do you want to go next or want me to go?
2: Uh, I'll go, sure. So for this year, I had a few ideas over the course of the year. Uh Nothing, nothing that blew my socks off. But then I heard about this book, and I thought that'll probably that'll probably be it. And then I looked up more about it, and yeah, this is it. So go ahead and open
1: the folder, guys. I, I can't even read the whole title. It's like a fucking uh, anal cunt song. In the door, or impaled more, northern, modern, this is, oh, Jesus. this impaled is the book northern called
2: northern North The Way of the Shadow Wolves, The Deep State, and the Hijacking of America. It's written by, by Stephen Steven Seagal. Seagal and Tom <laughs> Morrissey, the former head of the RNC of Arizona, with a sheriff, Joe Arpaio, foreword. Including, Gosh, uh, you know, he didn't read the book, but he wrote the foreword. And it's about a Native American tribal police officer who is fighting against the deep state, who is smuggling in jihadists from the Mexican border to (laughs) destroy President Trump's presidency. And it's obviously Steven Seagal as a Native American. Uh, And the review I read said, um, it was obviously not a ghostwriter, clearly them, because it's so bad no writer would ever actually have done this. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Which is what I said about the Saddam Hussein book. It is yeah. like it is so bad. He probably wrote it because any actual writer, ghost written, would have done a better job. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's 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 rife with racism, uh, nice. weird misogyny, and badly written out fight scenes with with way too much martial arts language. For people who don't know about it <laughs> <laughs> sounds and like Steven Seagal. Yeah. Steven Seagal.
1: He's also a really shitty uh, guitar player. Oh
2: well, you haven't heard his album. Uh, something from the what's it called? Song Songs from the, the crystal, crystal Cave with uh, the song where the reggae song he did where "Alaba de Punani." <laughs> <laughs> Look up that song and listen to it in the ensuing months. Take it into your heart.
1: <laughs> Wait, what is the song called? I don't. I'm looking at the. I don't see a song called "I Love the Punani," but I'm gonna find it.
2: I don't know what it's called, but that's the line. Oh yeah, it's called it's it's Stephen Sugg and Lady Saw from uh, "Underneath It All" by No Doubt. Me called me want the punani. Oh, but on
1: Wikipedia, it's not listed on the track list. Oh well, fucking Wikipedia. Here's, here's the song. For the you. first time it's ever been wrong. I can't wait. This is gonna be great. I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak this onto the Christmas playlist. That's the only thing playing in my fucking house right now. And just see if someone notices. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it's him doing a bad patois saying. I want the Punani.
1: I can't wait to listen to that. I don't want to read the book. Oh, no, it's going to be really bad. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to listen to that later.
2: Thanks, Jimmy. So, Mike, what have you done uh, okay. to us this year? So,
1: not, so. don't open it yet. So, I actually created our, our most successful Reddit post ever. was when I asked people to suggest bad books for this express purpose a few months ago. And well, you did it again this year. No, I didn't. I didn't do it again. Okay, but I was going back through it. No, I did it. I did it like this calendar year. I did it six months ago. Oh, and you know, people were both like just cheering on the concept, and then recommended a lot of shit that we'd already kind of done or had considered, like a lot of variations on Bigfoot erotica and Ben Shapiro books. Someone And then some things that we had said, we wouldn't, we, we like, we had thought of, like someone suggested The Haunted Vagina, <laughs> which I know Jimmy thought of doing one year, but, but I had already read it. So was, it was a waste oh, of time. Do that. I mean, I'm still angry at Nate that I've had to read, I mean, the first one's on me, but the second time I had to read Ask Goblins of Auschwitz <laughs> was because Nate made me do it. So I was cl- going through... Dianetics. That's true. Dianetics was the worst, though. That got a lot of, a lot of people loved that. They made us read that. So then I was looking on... The low, the worst-rated books on Goodreads, and I was for a while. I was thinking of making you read a parents' guide to preventing homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> by who? That is by Joseph Nicolosi, which is number three on this list of worst books on Goodreads. Number five is Dianetics. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I was like, I really don't want to read that. Book. <laughs> And then when I actually had to read Dianetics, I wanted to punish Nate and make him read something really long, so I was thinking of Infinite Jest. But I feel like since these are going to be a Patreon-only episodes, that's too big Shadow of a book Wolf to not. Shadow Wolves could be for everybody.
2: Could and be. I mean, Eye of Argon is actually quite well-known.
1: That's true. But then I got this other idea, which is really stupid, and I hope it works. Uh, and I was thinking of the episode of The Office where... Michael is listening to the audiobook of oh, the novelization. Jesus Christ! Of, no, um, what the push film, by Precious, sapphire based on the novel push by sapphire. Yeah. I was like, how can I find something that's like that many levels removed from the original book <laughs> or the original source material? And I think it did. So you could open it up. So first off, surprise, cocksuckers! It's two books. Oh no! Oh, oh no! So what you're going to have to read <laughs> is the novelization. <laughs> Of the film adaptation of the video game Street Fighter, <laughs> <laughs> the novelization of the Raoul Julia
2: uh, Jean Claude Van Damme film. If it's it's a movie tie-in book, like the we cover. have quoted, it was a Tuesday several times to Nate. Now he'll finally understand it.
1: Well, he will have it on the cover of the book. It says it's like Jean. It just says Jean Claude Van Damme, Raoul Julia, Street Fighter, a novelization based on the screenplay <laughs> by whoever. <laughs> And, because I couldn't leave the end you know, this is a, the ultimate, you know, ch- ta- competition in the 90s, the novelization <laughs> of the screenplay of the home video game based on the arcade video game Mortal Kombat. <laughs> this so I is, got this four is based levels on of, the original Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, they're, they're two really <sighs> dumb movie tie-in books you have to read. Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter.
2: We can't do, I'll
1: do this ne- next year and do three books. That's cheating. First of all, they're very short. I should hope. <laughs> I picked only two. I pick, I could not pick the other one because it ex- it, they both more existed. Like
2: the novelization of Super Mario Brothers, the movie
1: with Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper thing. Thing. Yeah. and, and uh, Bob, Bob Hoskins. Hoskins. <laughs> so I was trying to find a different thing. This is a different type of stupid book. So congratulations, gentlemen. You, you now have two more. Great. Thanks. Looking forward to it. I thought it was a pretty ridiculous angle to take. I have fucking no idea what I'll do next year. No, but we got a whole year to figure that out. that's a problem for 2022. We solved the Book of Mormon. I did, I was ask, I did ask some friends, and someone said I should get the Quran. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to read that. I don't want to read that either. I, I
0: did ask a friend, and, and they said, Mein
2: Kampf?
1: Oof. I did consider that too. And I was like, I don't want to add that. list. Yeah,
2: it's not going to go well It's not
1: necessary Don't count out next year though, guys You don't know how you're going to feel then
0: We're going to have to struggle through that one next year That's what you're saying
1: <laughs> oh, Our struggle We'll be reading this book <laughs> Well, Merry Christmas, gentlemen I hope you like shit I do um, How'd you know? <laughs> I've been looking forward to this all year and uh, did not disappoint, guys. Some real... Real winners. And now Steven
2: Seagal will play us out.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, if you also give your friends terrible books for Christmas, why don't you tell us what you thought? Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Or
1: follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunk book Club. And if you've listened to this long, why not leave us a review? Just run up to five stars, or tell uh, tell your friends to check it out. And uh, if you really if you have too much money, you know, at the end of the fiscal year, you need to spend some, head over to Patreon.com, as it's Drunk Guys Book Club, and support the podcast there. And you can also go to
2: Goodreads and join us in our group, where we discuss books and things that are like books.
1: And, and, if, and once we get to these books, things that are like books, but are not necessarily
0: things that are books based on the novelization of books I can't wait to
2: recount (laughs) Colonel Guile's exploits Hadouken he said (laughs) (laughs) and check out the Hopped Up
0: Network a network of independent beer podcasters and thanks for listening